One of the most pressing challenges of our generation concerns energy and growing demand for it. It affects almost every aspect of our lives. How we work, how we travel, how we spend our free time, how we design cities, or even how we think about the future of farming. And most of all, it affects our planet. In this podcast, we will talk about the future of energy, what are the biggest challenges for the grid operators, and what are the ideas to meet them that we all, electricity users, will benefit from this. My name is Łukasz Gras and I will be your host for the entire podcast series we called Powering Low Carbon Communities with ABB. Let's start. What if we think about our cars as big driving batteries? It may seem so, but it is not so far-fetched. This technology is here. And in the next few years, more and more you will hear about it, about something we call V2G. Today, we are here to explain what it means for you and for climate. Joining me are Philip Adam, Group Regional Leader, Southern and Eastern Europe, Utilities and Renewables Segment at ABB. Hello. Hello, Lucas. <laughs> and Eric Mevelek, CEO from EDF Drive. Hello, pleased to be here with you. Hello, guys. Thank you for joining me today. And at the beginning, let's explain what does V2G stand for? How does it work? And first of all, let's decode this abbreviation, V2G. Well, let's start by a number, 90 to 95%. This is the average of the time that an electric vehicle spends parked at home on a parking lot or at the office. So how can we capitalize on this stored, non-consume electricity? Vehicle-to-grid, V2G, technology allows electric vehicle batteries to store energy and discharge it back to the electricity network when it's most needed. For example, at peak times of the day when usage is at its highest. This two-way exchange of energy provides a number of economic, environmental, and operational benefits. Philip, does it mean there is also a V1G technology? When you plug it, it at home in the evening, your car's battery can be used to repower, for example, a building, a neighborhood, or the electrical system when they need it. In this case, the vehicle becomes an active link in the electrical system. It contributes to the balance. Of course, when you pick up your vehicle in the morning, it must be charged as needed every day of the year. And the customer who makes a small part of the battery of his vehicle available must get the benefit. The customer will receive a part of the profit generated on his bill and or through Free services. Okay, guys, uh, V2G uh, can help us in the bigger course, fighting climate change. Let's dive deeper and explain our listeners how can be. The, the main interest of V2G in relation to the energy transition is that this technology offers all-in-one solution that will enable us to play on all the components to optimize and reduce our electricity consumption. The battery 
of an electric car is then considered as an extension of the distribution network, a tank from which it is possible to draw some electricity. With V2G, an electric vehicle user can decide to store electricity when rates are lowest and then use it when prices are high. Vehicle to grid increase the positive impact electric vehicles already have in reducing carbon emission by supporting the introduction of renewable energy to the electric grid. Electricity generated by intermittent sources such as solar and wind can be stored in EV batteries and then discharged at times of peak energy demand or when sources are not available. That's a good point. Indeed, we we are looking for that. Uh, and if I can illustrate with an example, so in, in France, Drive is uh, working closely with the TSO, so the in charge of, of the transportation of the electricity, RTE. And uh, RTE recently published a study, uh, a prospective study that states that we won't be able to deploy new renewable in France uh, by 2035 if uh, we uh, don't invest, in, invest now in technologies such as V2G that are able to store electricity and to help, help to balance the grid. So that's, um, that's a, a very good illustration, I think, of the, of the potential of this technology if we want to be able to manage the, the best mix from an energy point of view. We need storage capabilities and V2G is a part of these solutions. Thanks for the explanation. It's clear for me, but we sometimes use the phrase balancing the grid when talking about energy efficiency. What does balancing the grid mean in this case? It is a simple question, but the answer can be very more complicated. And I'm going to try to, to, to summarize and to simplify um, the answer. Maybe the first point we, we need to keep in mind that the volume of electricity injected into the electrical network from electricity production or electricity importation must always be equal to the volume of electricity consumed. Otherwise, there is what we call a blackout. With the increase in renewable production, which can vary greatly depending on climatic conditions, this exercise has become much more complex as conventional power plants must compensate for the incessant fluctuation in renewable production, especially since it is not possible to store electricity in large quantities on over long periods of time. So, concretely, what happens if there is an imbalance? Two cases. First case, too much electricity, not enough demands. If too much electricity is injected into the grid compared to the amount consumed, the electrical frequency increased. In this case, there is a risk that power plants will disconnect from the grid after a certain period of time. Second case, too much demand, not enough electricity. If too little power is injected to meet demand, the frequency drops from 49 Hz onwards. 
the automatic load shedding plan at the level of Europe is activated to avoid a blackout because if the frequency drops too much, the power plants trip on after the other until the network completely collapses. It's that we call the blackout. So in this case, what can be done to maintain this balance? Several options, decrease or increase electricity production, reducing electricity consumption, importing or exporting electricity, load shedding, this is a solution that it is only used at least at last resort, and finally, storing electricity. As we have seen, this solution is not yet possible on a large scale on the network, but in the future, it will be possible. And today, and in the next years, a large pool of small domestic batteries connected to the smart grid could also play an important role. In this case, electric vehicle batteries could have a similar effect. That's why there is this interest of the vehicle-to-grid uh, technology. Perfect. That was a very clear explanation, Philip. Easy to imagine the, the cases. But sometimes, you know, sometimes we used to say that V2G is a triple winner, a customer, the grid, and the planet. Uh, we talked about benefits for the grid, but what are the benefits from V2G for the electricity users? Why should they care about this technology, Eric? Yeah, thank you for the, for the question. Indeed, we if we want to be able to use uh, one car to 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 produce this kind of services, it, it should be interesting, of course, for for the end users. Of course, it will depend of the of the case if we are talking about a consumer or, or companies. But in in a general way, I believe there are three kinds, three major benefits uh, for the customer. The, the first one. Um, I think this is really uh, one that is powerful is to, to be a, a part of it. When, when you adopt this kind of solution, you do something for the energy transition. You are playing a role. Uh, and I think that's important uh, uh, nowadays. The second one is that it, has, it, induce, it induces some, some economical financial benefits for the, for the customer. Uh, depending on the country, can be directly on the bill, the electricity bill, uh, in which you can make uh, savings, or on, on some other uh, countries, such as, as France, you can uh, be rewarded for your participation and, uh, and get some uh, euros that will help you to reduce your total cost of ownership or the uh, global amount of your, of your, of your bill. And maybe last uh, value for the customer, but, but not the least, is that to be able to, to provide uh, this kind of very advanced uh, services, we, we need uh, quite advanced technological solution. And uh, that's, uh, that allows us to ensure um, whatever happened on the grid, whatever happened in the house or in the building, that we will... Uh, always uh, manage the mobility needs uh, of the customers. That means your EV will uh, remain uh, charged as you want it to be charged, no, no matter what. And, and that's an important point because we, we very, uh, very often hear that uh, uh, V2G uh, uh, is a matter of uh, batteries on wheel. That is true. Uh, we, we want to use the, the battery of the electrical vehicle, but from a customer point of view, 
let's uh, let's make one's EV an EV. And let's ensure that uh, the first purpose of this EV that is to be available for the customer uh, is, uh, is is duly fulfilled. And this is not that easy. And uh, and uh, and uh, this is one of our main mission. And, and I think one of the huge value we can promise to the customer. And I can imagine, Eric, that for the most for the electricity users, uh, customers, the, the 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 most important benefits will be lower bills, <laughs> but it's not the, the most important uh, in this case. Of course, if we are talking about consumer, you and me, we will try to manage it at the lower cost as possible. But for example, for B two B company, uh, there is really now um, the weight in the consideration for company uh, when they are. They have to choose between several solutions. Of course, uh, economics are, are uh, a major concern, but the impact on the environment and the ability to to be a, to be a part of the energy transition, I really believe this is something strong uh, we can rely on. Eric, we often hear that uh, it is a game-changing uh, solution, game-changer. Uh, why, in your opinion? Uh, I hear Philippe, when he was uh, describing uh, the activity of balancing the grid and the different solution, and he mentioned storing electricity. And as he mentioned, it, it, it's not something very easy to, to store uh, uh, energy at a large large scale. Let's let's focus in Europe and in France and, and Germany for a while. Uh, in France, we expect a, a 12 to 15 million EV on the road uh, by 2035. Uh, in Germany, another example, the government announced uh, 15 million by 2030. So that, that's a lot. That's a lot of battery uh, on wheels, if I can use <laughs> this expression. And most of the countries in Europe have adopted a very ambitious uh, ramp up uh, as an action to fight uh, climate, climate change. And at, uh, at the beginning, I remember two or three years ago, uh, many were to see these millions of vehicles um, as, as something potentially dangerous as a, as a constraint for the, for the network. Are we in a position to assimilate and to, 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 re, to charge all this, uh, this, EV, this EV? Well, it's not an issue. And I think uh, it, it does not be, be proven with a lot of study. Um, this is not an issue. This is an opportunity. We have the un, unique opportunity to, to store the energy at a very large scale. It's a very unique scale. We don't have any other assets, any other technology uh, uh, that is spread all over the territory like, like this. So um, we need, uh, I'm absolutely convinced, we need these capacities uh, of all these millions of EV to transform our, our electrical system and to, to make it uh, the best we can from, uh, from an emission point of view. Could you explain, please, in details, what does this method of charging an electric vehicle look like? Give me an example. You, you're right. It's very important to, to better understand what is behind this technology vehicle to grid. First part is, is a system composed on both sides, the electrical vehicle and the EV charger. Okay, So on one hand, you have a bidirectional electric vehicle and on the other hand you have a bidirectional EV charger as the one designed and produced by ABB. It is important to understand that uh, in this case we are not talking about a, a simple electrical socket just connected to the car but an intelligent system that allows the EV charger on the vehicle 
to communicate and in interact. And I, and I will let maybe Eric to, to go a little bit deeper uh, on this point. So it's a win-win uh, technology, I guess. <laughs> yeah, win-win uh, or complementary or, or cooperative, whatever. But as, as Philippe mentioned, uh, first of all, the, the hardware, all the assets uh, on site, uh, so especially uh, the EV and the charging station, need to be able to, I would say, talk together and and be able as a system, as a subsystem of bidirectionality. And, and there, this is where we, uh, uh, as Drive, uh, can operate. Uh, we are an optimization platform. That means that uh, let's imagine uh, a lot of these uh, systems spread uh, over the territories, a lot of bidirectional charging stations and a lot of bidirectional EVs. Uh, what we will do is to ensure uh, a coordinated behavior of, of all these systems. Uh, Let's imagine that we will, in, in real time, uh, control uh, which one shall charge and will, will, which one shall uh, discharge to be able to shape a product, a signal uh, that will be uh, uh, capable of to participate in, in, the, in the energy market. At the moment, when you uh, multiply this kind of system, you can have uh, what we call a virtual power plant, a kind of power plants such as coal power plant or, or gas power plant, but composed of uh, thousands of uh, vehicles that we can control in real time. And that's, uh, that's something very, very new. And this, this is why I like this uh, designation of cooperative technology. You can do that uh, with only uh, the EV. You can't do that with only charging station. And you can't do that with only... Uh, Uh, the good uh, software and the good uh, platform. You need all these ingredients, all these uh, small blocks uh, that are perfectly working together to be able to provide the, the service. And this is why we we have decided to, to work with ABB uh, closely and with uh, all the ecosystem and the EV manufacturer as well. After what you said, I think that V2G technology is like a, let's say, a huge virtual battery. <laughs> exactly, exactly. This is absolutely the case. I, I'm listening to you, and on, on the one hand, I'm very happy with the solution. But on the other hand, I'm starting to worry about my car battery. <laughs> uh, will it affect my vehicle battery? Can I be sure that my car will be ready to drive when I need it to be, if I give some of the energy back to the grid? So yes and yes, Luca. So battery, what we call battery aging, is a key topic. And we are working on that with a car manufacturer. Uh, so that B2G doesn't uh, impact uh, neither lifetime, neither warranty. Uh, as a customer, you will ask me, what about my battery? And this is always the case. Uh, customers are, are aware about uh, technologies and uh, they want to be sure that uh, what we are doing is not affecting uh, uh, their battery. This is not the case because we, we have a, a lot of data that proves that it is, uh, I would say, a second order of magnitude effect uh, regarding uh, Uh, driving uh, impact, uh, but still, uh, we want to be very cautious with that. This is why we are working uh, and we have uh, agreement with car manufacturer uh, so that uh, we can fully reassure the, the, the customer. And about your other point, what I was describing a bit earlier, so your other point is, uh, will, will I be sure that my uh, 
my 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 EV, my car will be available when I when I need it to to drive it. Yeah, yes, uh, this is basically what we need to ensure at any moment. Our mission, our job at, at Drive, uh, is to look at all the different signal and constraints uh, at the same time and to uh, take the best decision. What does that mean to take the best decision? Uh, is okay. We have a driver with mobility needs. You, in that case, you want your your EV to be uh, duly charged. We have some uh, local constraint on the on, on your side because uh, you don't want to uh, use um, more power that you can afford on on your home or, or on your company. We have opportunities in the market. We have con constraints regarding the power of the of the EV, etc., etc. So we take all these ingredients and we find the best solution. And of course, the best solution uh, will always respect your mobility needs. So you can be reassured and feel safe about this. Your your car will always be available when you when you need it. Eric, you you calm me down, okay? <laughs> I believe you. Uh, but <laughs> I've got one more question to you, okay. uh, if you don't mind. Uh, can ve vehicle to grid become mainstream? Depend of what you call mainstream. Let's maybe just uh, remind that not all the cases are relevant when considering a vehicle to grid. For example, fast charging uh, is hardly compatible uh, with B2G. You need to imagine that if you want to be able to use uh, the battery uh, that is uh, in the vehicle as a resource, uh, you need some time. The idea is to be able to, to, to charge it, to discharge it, and finally to charge it again so that uh, we can uh, retrieve it to you duly charged. So uh, some cases, for example, taxi driving, fast charging are, are are not very very good case, but a residential or a fleet uh, professional fleets they are perfect use case because uh, when we when we talk to, to this kind of customer we understand that uh, and this is what uh, Philip mentioned a bit earlier most of the time uh, the cars are parked in the in the parking and they are not used and in that case we can uh, provide value to the to the system. We don't consider all the EVs uh, will be relevant from a V2G point of view regarding the usage uh, of the different customer, but still um, an order of magnitude, and, and this is what we believe what will be the best for, for the collectivity, is around 20% of all the EVs on the, on the territories. Well, 20% of a million or dozens of millions, that's still a lot of vehicles, so yeah, it's in, in that way, it is mainstream, maybe not for everybody, but uh, this solution uh, should be very uh, generalized in, in, the, in the next coming years. Thank you for the answer, Eric. Uh, Philip, last question is to you, uh, last but not least, because I wanted to ask uh, about a very important topic. It, it seems that cooperation between vehicle manufacturers and the energy sector is essential, isn't it? Yes, Lucas, and um, as Eric said before, um, he explained to us that uh, this new technology is split between different actors. I mean, car manufacturers, provider of the technology, uh, the electrical network, etc., etc. So, as we have seen, also cars are driven only five percent of the time, and their battery capacity are much higher than needed for daily trips. Those parked and plug-in will represent a huge storage capacity 
uh, in the future when this technology will be really implemented in, um, in the different countries. Car manufacturers who market vehicle to grid, vehicle to G models will have a competitive advantage with products that offer more than mobility. This function will be shared with what we call vehicle to home, vehicle to building, or vehicle to load for a complete symbiosis with other use of electricity. But only a large national market will allow the manufacturers to have the volumes to reduce the cost of this differentiator through economies of scales. This will free up more value for consumer with new services, as we have seen before, uh, possibilities beyond mobilities, and also the automotive industry will become more and more competitive on this electricity vehicle challenge. It was very nice talking to talk to you, but we have to finish now. Uh, I wish you that soon the whole automotive world and all car owners will be using the V2G solution. I'm keeping my finger crossed for that. <laughs> yeah. But above all, stay healthy in these difficult times. Thank you very much, and you too. Thank you very much, Lucas. Thank you, Eric. Yeah.